team. Welcome to the Freedom Hut Monday, December 6th edition of the program. Thanks for being here. Sorry I was out on Friday. I was quite sick and had basically no voice. But I've got a lot to talk to you about today. We've got New York City going with all-out COVID tyranny at this point. I mean, they're just taking it to the max. They are mandating additional shots. That's right, booster shots starting December 27th to enter any businesses, gyms, etc., public gathering places. They also are putting in de Blasio, in his last days in office, instituting a private sector for all businesses mandate. All businesses will require a shot in New York City. No way around it. And, uh, I mean, that's what they want it to be, at least. And they also are requiring it for 5 to 11-year-olds now for public spaces. So mandatory boosters already in New York City. I told you this was going to happen. It is happening. I told you they would do preventative COVID measures, additional preventative ones. They'll call it that. It's just total madness. And uh, this is where this is where we've been going for a while. Some major hospital systems are actually suspending the vaccine mandate. Meanwhile, including in Florida, um, Chris Cuomo was fired by CNN. And uh, everybody knows Kamala Harris is awful in all respects, awful to work for, awful to be around, awful at her job. Uh, more information on that to share with all of you. But first, 20 years ago at this time. This nation was still reeling from the worst terrorist attack ever to take place on American soil. We lost 2,977 people on September 11, 2001. In the face of all of that horror, brave Americans responded. Many stepped forward to enlist in our armed forces. Since then, more than 7,000 U.S. soldiers made the ultimate sacrifice. Those heroes were part of the war on terror, America's response to 9-11. They fought for us, but never came home. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation honored those men and women who gave everything by reading their names aloud for the first time ever on Veterans Day this year in a new annual ceremony. Tunnel to Towers is making sure their sacrifice is never forgotten. The foundation's season of hope runs from Thanksgiving to New Year's Eve. At least one mortgage-free home a day is being given away for 37 days to honor America's greatest heroes. Do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at t2t.org. That's T, the number two, T dot org, T two T dot org, Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Uh, please do donate if you if you can. Now, we also have the uh, Chris Cuomo firing to discuss today. If I get to that, I don't think I will. He's actually fired by CNN, which was kind of a surprise. I didn't think he'd get fired so quickly. But the, the biggest thing, the thing that we must dive into right away is here's Bill de Blasio announcing that he is going to be um, instituting... Yep, uh, clip one, play it. We've got Omicron as a new factor. We've got the colder weather, which is going to really create additional challenges with the Delta variant. We've got holiday gatherings. We in New York City have decided to use a preemptive strike to really do something bold to stop the further growth of COVID and the dangers it's causing to all of us. So... As of today, we're going to announce a first-in-the-nation measure. Our health commissioner will announce a vaccine mandate for private sector employers across the board. All private sector employers in New York City will be covered by this vaccine mandate as of December 27th. We're going to have some other measures as well to really focus on maximizing vaccination quickly so we can get ahead of Omicron. 
get ahead of Omicron. First of all, we don't even know what the reality of Omicron is in terms of how dangerous it is. Does it really evade the vaccines? Does it evade natural immunity? If it doesn't, shouldn't that be? Oh, we can't talk about natural immunity. Not allowed. Not allowed to have that discussion about natural immunity. Interesting, isn't it? And uh, it's because it goes against the policy. And this is where we are. It goes against the policy. And they don't want to have a discussion that could in any way complicate things. The shots for everyone, always, forever. That's actually the policy. They won't tell you that yet, but that's where it's heading. How could you think otherwise? There are animal reservoirs for COVID. Uh, It's endemic. It's never going to zero. It will always be around. It will always be mutating. Now, maybe it mutates to something that's far less dangerous, uh, which would be great. But let's understand that it might still be dangerous to people in their 70s and 80s, you know, forever at some level. The same way the flu has been for as long as I've been alive, for as long as I can remember, right? The flu is dangerous to older people. COVID will probably be dangerous to older people. So now do we have essentially a mandatory COVID shot regime? Is that where we are? Is that where we're going here? I think the answer is yes, that is where we're going. That is the the situation we're heading into quite clearly in New York. And you'd, you'd be remiss, I think, if you didn't ask, why are we in the situation right now? They told us that we got the shot. We're done. Get the shot and we'll beat this. We got the shots. We didn't beat this. So now they're saying, get the shots again, and we'll beat this. And we're saying, hold on a second. That, that doesn't really work that way, though. We, we've seen, oh, you shut up. You're anti-science. This is a madness. This is a madness. This is crazy what they're doing. They won't talk about natural immunity. Finland just today announced, I know it's not a huge country, but it's a very advanced, very highly educated European society with a lot of similarities to our own day-to-day. They just announced they're not giving the shot to 5 to 11-year-olds. Not worth it. Not worth it. Oh, what do we know that they don't know? What we know is that we have panicked commies in this country running around going, Oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, COVID. I'm 25. I'm so scared of COVID. We don't have to convince senior citizens to get the shot. A huge, vast, you know, not even a majority, I mean, a supermajority of them have gotten the shot. The people who are at most risk have gotten shots. And... The people who have chosen not to get the shot, who are at high risk, they've made a choice. And it's, by the way, not one I agree with. It's one I've been saying all along. You know, if you're over 60 and really if you're over 50, depending on your health, you know, it'd be, it'd be good to take, take the time to actually get the, the shot. You know, I've been saying it for how many months? My own parents vaccinated and boosted. OK, so, so anyone who says I'm anti-vax is a liar, a liar. There's a lot of that going around, too. I just don't like the total authoritarianism that they've taken into their hands where they can just tell you, do this, do that, do this, do that. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Shut up. You're anti-vax. But that's not how it works. Oh, they think it is. They think this is the reality. Um, and, you know, de Blasio is, is, a, is a power mad tyrant. You're seeing who the Democrats really are in this moment, too. They're lunatics. They are lunatics. There's like something wrong with them. And now they have the now they have the excuse to unleash this on people all I mean, all all across the country in blue areas and in New York City. Obviously, they're still doing this. Here he is. Here's Bill de Blasio. Play clip two. But I'll tell you something. Mm. The fact that this is universal 
And, and this would be my advice to mayors, governors, CEOs all over the country. Use these vaccine mandates. And the more universal they are, the more likely employees will say, OK, it's time. I'm going to do this because you can't jump from one industry to another or one company to another. It's something that needs to be universal to protect all of us. Does it need to be? Let's just put aside whether this is insane or not, because I, I mean, I think it is. Um, they don't look at natural immunity. They are doing this to people who are at very low risk. The shot does not prevent transmission. It may lower it for a period of time. That's not good enough for this level of intrusion. I'm sorry. Um, but put this aside for a second. He should be forced to ask the question. He's on MSNBC, which is a disgrace. Um, but he should be forced to ask, ask the question or answer the question um, forever. Should it be universal forever? If not, why not? Why shouldn't it be the case that you have to get this shot for the rest of your life every six months? I mean, I just got the shot in August because I don't want to miss my brother's wedding. By the way, if you're asking me, oh, Buck, what do you do? You can't. They check this thing everywhere. You can't you can't live a life in New York City. It's where my job is, where my family is. You can't live a life here unless you've you've got a, um, a vaccine card and you can say, oh, Buck, well, you should just use a fake vaccine card. Who do you think? They're going to try to make the biggest example of right away for something like that. Probably the right wing talk show host who opposes the authoritarian madness. So, OK, now I'm going to get locked up instead of getting the shot. I mean, you start to look at this and say, well, you know, what are the options we have here? You know, tyranny, it's it's easy to tell people that they should stand up against tyranny when you're not actually dealing with the consequences of standing up yourself. And it's tough here in New York. I mean, I saw today even the de Blasio announcement on Twitter. There were people who um, there were people who were cheering it on. There were people who were excited about this, who were saying how great it was, how it should have been done sooner. I saw one woman say, oh, well, I'll give it a few weeks after the mandate goes into effect because then I'll finally feel safe going to restaurants. So she's boosted herself. But she has so much faith in the vaccine's protective powers that even as a double shot person or triple shot person, she doesn't feel safe going to arrest. And she wonders why the rest of us sit around saying, um, how good exactly is this vaccine? How long does it last? What exactly does it do? What are the side effects? Can we, can we like have these conversations? I mean, at a minimum, I can tell my arm was sore as hell after getting this shot. So the state is essentially forcing me into physical pain now. They will force you into physical pain on the unscientific, in my case, because I have natural immunity, belief that I may be spreading this virus to people. We have lived with the spread of the flu in society forever. We've never done this crazy crap before. It's, it's just a difference of degree, folks. There's no difference. You've been walking around infecting people with flu. Some of them, you don't know, somebody might have died. Someone's grandma might have gotten it from someone you gave it to who gave it to somebody else. You know, life is tough and life ends for all of us at some point. There's nothing you can do to live a a risk-free existence. But they pretend that if you listen to them, you will be fine. You'll be fine. Our COVID policy has been a massive failure. They never use that term. Why? They're telling us now, what, over 700 and I think it's 780,000 dead at this point from COVID. How could that be viewed as anything other than a massive failure? More people dying when we have a vaccine than were dying before anyone had a vaccine. Trump versus versus Biden, 2020 versus 2021. 
This is a massive failure. And the people who have failed are just going into more and more hysterics. So we're heading into a big surge here. Fauci told us we probably wouldn't hit a surge if we had over 50% of the population vaccinated. We're way beyond that. Fauci's a moron. But people that think that he's really smart, they'll never admit this. Because how smart are they if they've believed that little tyrant Smurf as long as they have, and he's really just a jackass bureaucrat who has terrible judgment? You know, they're, they're talking about a fourth shot already in Israel for people who are immunocompromised. It's already, the cycle's already getting started, folks. Shots forever. Shots forever. That's the plan. You're going to get shots forever. It's, um, it's honestly really depressing. I mean, I'm, I'm already talking to people. I got to figure out a way to, you know, I, I, want, I want to leave New York. I'm, I'm out. I want to vote with my feet. I got to find out when I can do it, how quickly. It's not going to be easy, but um, the libs have ruined, they're ruining this place. They've ruined it. They've ruined New York City. They've managed to do it because they're such cowardly, uh, you know, hall monitor psychopaths. I don't know what else to say. They just don't get it. They don't get it. They will never stop harassing other people with their own self-righteousness and sanctimony. They'll never stop. They're not as smart as they think they are. They're not as wise as they think they are, not even by a mile. But this is the situation we're going through right now. It's very, uh, it's very sad to see the, the death of what I think is America's greatest city. Um, but this is what happens when you let a moron like Bill de Blasio uh, in charge. When you have somebody like that who is able to make uh, important decisions for your city. For hardworking Americans, finding health care can be an expensive struggle. It can feel like you don't have any real choice at all. That's why I'm introducing our friends at OneShare Health. As a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they're a nonprofit dedicated to helping thousands of Americans find affordable health care and support their members' communities through charity and volunteer missions. Their ACA exempt programs are perfect for small business owners, the self employed, or anyone who's just fed up with the broken traditional health care system. Don't worry about ridiculous Obamacare mandates or penalties. Get the most out of your hard earned money with health care for just $115 a month for you or $239 for your family. Get $75 off your enrollment fee with promo code BUCK. Call 833-230-4455 now or go online to OneShareHealth.com for a fast quote in seconds. That's 833-230-4455 or OneShareHealth.com with promo code BUCK for your special offer. Live well, pay less, see how much you'll save. Put the freedom of choice back into your hands. OneShareHealth, folks, I'm telling you, it's a great organization. You'll get really good value. Go check it out. So New York City is, is in deep trouble. New York City is uh, pretty much toast. Let's have a uh, little bit of fun for a second here, though. Uh, Chris Cuomo, I mentioned this before, got fired by CNN over the weekend. Bro Cuomo, I mean, I, you know, I'm somebody who I, I don't celebrate when these people get fired, but I also know they always celebrate when we do. So there is a part of me, you know, the New York Times and CNN, they want conservatives to lose their jobs in and, and media and, and in general. And not be able to pay their bills and their mortgage and, you know, not be able to, like, get their kids Christmas presents. That, that's how the left thinks. They think that that's really justice. They think that's great because um, they're bad people. I mean, leftists are miserable, unhappy and uh, empty and soulless. But just in case you're wondering what I really think. Um, but, you know, I, I try not to be them. So I don't want to celebrate when something bad happens to somebody. I think that's weird. Um, but, you know, I go back and forth, obviously, because the Cuomo brothers, what they did it's more than just – and I, by the way, they said additional information came in over the weekend, and that's why he's um, – that's why he's 
getting fired, but it's more uh, for the Cuomo brothers than just uh, that they helped cover up the sexual harassment thing or fight back against it or whatever the specific allegation is. It's that they were held up. I mean, the two of them were like these pandemic heroes and they did this kind of like, oh, we're the we're the little propagandists for Fauciism and lockdowns variety show, which was just pathetic. I mean, it was pathetic, awful, awful stuff. And yet they were held up by the Democrats and the libs as such great guys, particularly the governor, Andrew Cuomo, who was worse on the pandemic than really anybody else. Um, I mean, he, he had probably the worst results of anyone. And I think it's fair to ask yourself, well, what would he have had to do to be bad? What would he have had to do to be bad at this? Um, when you look at the numbers, he was awful. Well, he was a Democrat, though, and there was a narrative to, su- to support, and so they did. And um, the fact that the Cuomos have now fallen from grace so much just goes to show you that uh, the, the, the sin that they have committed is they have embarrassed the left. That's the sin. Um, the sin that they have committed is that they have made uh, the... They've, they've made things more difficult for the Democrats going forward. But in terms of the lies and all that, that didn't matter at all. Anyway, Chris Cuomo got fired. Yeah, you know, I was going to, not yay, I don't like that, but you know, because he's actually probably not a bad guy. You know, he's probably not a bad guy. He plays the woke bullcrap game because it's how he made, you know, millions of dollars a year to do a job that, I mean, look, they're going to replace Chris Cuomo. My guess is the ratings will probably go up. The guy's entirely replaceable. He's not a very interesting thinker. He's not very smart. Um, he's not brave. He just kind of goes along. There are plenty of people that have a square jaw and will look into a camera and read off a prompter. So, you know, that's – but he did what he had to do, I think, to make the most money. I think it was really self-interested for him. I don't think he's a true believer is what I'm saying. Um, I mean, then you say, well, who is a true believer? Is Don Lemon a true believer? I mean, I think Don, Don Lemon's just an idiot. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's a true believer in anything other than, you know, he also just wants to make money. You know, I think uh, Tapper over there believes his sanctimonious bullcrap. He's a real journalist. And I think Anderson Cooper at some level, too, um, who's a guy who's just been handed so much in life. Um, he's another guy who uh, yeah, believes in the greatness of CNN at some level, but regardless. Um, more interesting to me is the Kamala stuff that came out over the weekend. I, I'll just read you this quote. This was in um, the Washington Post, I think. And this was amazing. Um, that, that, that people, here you go. This was a quote from the, from the piece in the Washington post about Kamala Harris and how people are fleeing her office. Nobody wants to work in Kamala's office anymore. I mean, not nobody, obviously, but most people, there was a really funny, uh, tweet that some guy put out. My name is David Gins. I work for vice president Harris on behalf of the American people as deputy director for operations. And I absolutely love my job. Just thought some of you should know. Thanks, David. We know. Are you okay? Do you need help? Um, But here is the piece from the Washington Post that was even more um, amazing. It's clear you're not working with somebody who's willing to do the prep and the work, one former staffer said of Kamala. With Kamala, you have to put up with a constant amount of soul-destroying criticism and also her own lack of confidence. So you're constantly propping up a bully, and it's not really clear why. Well, it turns out when you advance somebody who's not very talented, not very bright, but checks some interesting identity politics boxes through attorney general for California, Senate, 
and now the vice president of the United States, that person's really entitled and has gotten used to having some pretty bad habits, not doing the prep, not doing the work. But they keep pushing her forward anyway, so why should she? But then she turns around and sometimes she doesn't. Sometimes you need to do the prep just because otherwise you look unprepared, right? Even if the gatekeepers keep waving you through, you don't look good at your job. And that's what's happening with Kamala. Then she turns around and gets mad at her staff. Well, is it the staff's fault? I mean, first of all, the notion that, that, you know, if you're at the vice presidential level, you go into anything unprepared. I mean, you should always look. If you're at that level of American politics, you should always be able to pull it off. You should always look like you know what you're doing. Right? And I know a lot of politicians don't. But, you know, Trump, to me, never looked. You know, they always talk about these meetings behind doors. Whenever Trump was in public, that wasn't unprepared. He's ready to rock. He's ready to be Trump. What is Kamala going to do? She has to mouth the talking points. She has to stick to the preferred slogans of the Democrat National Committee, or else people realize that she's just not very smart, not very likable. And how she end up as a vice president? You know, say what you will about Mike Pence. And some of you maybe don't like, I, I think Mike Pence is a very nice guy. I like Mike Pence. So, you know, he's a smart dude, good man, believes in what he's doing. I think he's ethical. He's honorable. As, mu- as much as one can be in politics, never seen any reason to believe otherwise. You know, there's some stuff there. Kamala Harris doesn't give a good speech, isn't charismatic. What exactly? Oh, her name is Kamala Harris, and she checks some interesting identity politics boxes. That's basically what it requires. That's it, right? First female, first minority, vice president. And, they, you know, they tell us things like, I will only put the following category, you know, superficial category of person in a certain job. And then we say, well, hold on, that might affect your judgment when it comes to who you're putting in there, right? I mean, if you're, if I say I'm only going to hire residents of the state of Alaska to work on my radio show, right? You have to be from Alaska. I'm narrowing the pool dramatically by making a by by putting the parameters in such a way that you have to fall into a certain, uh, you know, a certain category. That's going to change the outcome. Clearly, am I getting and, and am I getting the best? No, I'm getting the best Alaskan. Okay, is is that what I want? No, no offense to Alaska. It's a nice place at the moment. The Alaskans listen to this podcast like, Buck, why you, I love you guys. I just try to pick a random place to, for the analogy. That's all. It's no, no disrespect to my Alaska podcast audience. I've been out to the Kenai Peninsula. I know what's up. Beautiful place. So, yeah, Kamala is awful. Nobody likes her and people leave her office. And uh, she doesn't do the work. And she's a bully. And she's soul-destroying and nasty. Yeah. Because she's gotten away with it her whole life. She's always, she's kissed up to the right people. And she's been pushed through by the gatekeepers. And it really is like the, uh, you know, head diversity educator from Oberlin College or something is now the vice president of the United States. Someone's just used to lecturing people, never, never being challenged and never being judged on the core merits of, of ability. On being judged on other things, on the optics that's what you have with Kamala Harris. It's a lot of what you'd have with her as president, too, if she ever became president. I know you're terrified for a second, but, I mean, guys, Joe Biden's president right now. What do you, the Democrats are ruthless. They'll do anything. They'll put anyone in that job as long as they toe the line. That's where we are. All right, I'm glad to be back with you. Sorry my voice isn't 100%. You can hear them a lot better, though. By tomorrow or the next day, I should be uh, you know, pretty much 100%, I'm hoping. Um, please uh, subscribe. First of all, if you're on Facebook and you haven't liked my Facebook page, we're posting a ton of video. We're really upping our uh, Facebook game. 
So go to facebook.com slash Buck Saxon. Please follow. If you're on Facebook, that's a great way to post. And really, we're doing video clips now every day. We're, that's happening. And also, you can go to uh, locals.bucksaxton.com. Uh, or, I'm sorry, bucksaxton.locals.com. That's what I meant to say. Back to you tomorrow. Shields high.